welcome back to another episode of the Rare Room Podcast, man. New week, new content. As always, bro, I appreciate everybody for tuning in week to week. All the listeners, bro, we do this for y'all, man. Appreciate you. Uh, first and foremost, I hope y'all doing good. Y'all can follow me on my personal uh, social media sites, man. It's Apple at Applejacks94 with two Ks. Goddamn, you can follow the producer for the podcast too, man. At Joe Roy Harris is at J O R O I Harris on Twitter, man. And you can follow us on Instagram, the official Red Room Podcast uh, page. That's at underscore Red Room Podcast. And it's a link tree there, man. It'll take you to everything that we do. We got big things coming in this podcast. So I do appreciate the people who real deal check out all the content, playlists, and stuff that we got putting out, man. I appreciate all the feedback. Uh, again, won't be no podcast without y'all, bro. I appreciate it. But for the most part, man, this episode right here is going to be a little quick episode. I know we ain't had an episode in a minute, bro. You know, things come up, things happen, but we shaking back strong, bro. Like I said, we got a lot of things coming in this podcast. So, shit, this episode is going to be, you know, some short, bro, real, real music-oriented. Like, it's going to be, we talking about some music today, goddamn. A uh, bunch of shit drop. Music been dropping past throughout the weeks. Uh, shit, yeah, bro. So, shit, get ready for this episode, man. Okay, so first, I don't even know what order I want to go in to talk about all this music that dropped, bro. Like, the music that been dropping in the past couple weeks been great, but this right here was that week where everybody dropped at the same time, everybody that you want to hear or got. Now, you can definitely tell outside, real deal, almost back open, because these niggas ain't bullshit. Migos, they done came out with they shit. Goddamn, uh, who else dropped some more albums, bro? Migos came out with theirs. Kodak dropped a little goddamn uh, EP. Then my boy Carlos Charm dropped his. Tyler created teasing new music. Larry June dropped Larry June dropped a mixtape. So man, it's been so much music dropping. I ain't been doing them but listening to music like I used to, bro. Like real deal. Get vibed out, chill out, listen to the music, and just catch vibe, bro. And it's been amazing. But shit, first we're gonna talk about the Migos album, man. They dropped Culture 3. Uh Man, first off, I'm happy to see that they dropped the album, bro. After all the money issues and shit that they had going on with, uh, you know, QC and that, I hope all that got situated. And shit, man, like, the goddamn album, bro, like, it's 19 songs long. Off rip, uh, it's 19 songs long. And me personally, bro, this is how I feel. I don't feel like albums should be 19 songs, bro. I feel like 14 songs is good. And shit, I feel like that's perfect. I'm, I'm not a fan of long-ass albums. That 14 songs is perfect, and that's even with the bonus song, for real. That's, that's perfect. 14 and the 14 song be the bonus song is perfect for an album. I don't feel like you should have to go through all that, especially, man, like, even if you got some skits. Like, you can have, like, two skits in 14 songs. That shit's still going to go hard if it, you know, if it's supposed to do that. But these long ass albums, bro, sometimes they just get lost. I'd rather have quality over quantity straight up. Uh, but and I know people saying long albums, but and people done put out quality albums that were long, quality you know, mixtapes and shit. But I will say the mixtapes are different. It's way different than an album, dog. When you want that mixtape, you just want all the shit that that artist been working on, for real, for real. Because now the time to just show us some shit and prove some shit. So righteously, man, that's why you see mixtapes being 23 songs long and shit like that. Like, one of my favorite mixtapes ever, bro. Goddamn, Taylor All the Dice and motherfucking Cushion OJ. Them bitches long as hell. 
But shit, that, that's just what it is, man. Mixtape's different. That's how I feel about it. But back to the album, man. I dig the feature list that the album got going on. They got Drake, Nicki, Polo G, Future, Justin Bieber, Juice World, and Pop Smoke, man. Which, his song, I, f- I ain't fuck with Pop Smoke heavy, heavy, and I still don't. I like his sound. I like what I like from Pop Smoke, man. Uh, you can't deny him his credit, though. And that song that he got with me goes, bro, real deal, you know, I fuck with it heavy. I do. Because it's almost to the point to where the drill sound and took over that whole track. And Atlanta trying to fight back out. But it, it, it mixed perfectly. It sound good. So I fuck with that, man. Rest in peace, Pop Smoke. Um, this album, man, for me, it started off great. It started off with the avalanche, bro. Like, they real deal came out swinging. Because, I mean, shit, you got to make an impression. Because, shit, this the album, bro. This the album for y'all. God damn it. This the one. So they came out strong with the avalanche. And then back to back, they went straight into that record with Drake. That bit was hard. Uh, so it started off great, man. And then it kind of went a bit in, like around the middle of that motherfucker. But it crumped back up at the end, though, man. And overall, the album real deal lit. I, I, I fuck with it. I do. Uh, don't get me wrong, they didn't exceed my expectations at all. Uh, actually, my, my expectation was a little bit lower than, well, it did exceed my expectations because I did expect this shit to be a lot lower rated. Uh, I ain't expect these niggas to put out for real. But shit, it is what it is, man. Uh, but uh, it crumped back up in the, in the end, uh, man. The album is good. Don't get me wrong. Uh, this album right here ain't no culture two. And if a damn show ain't no culture one, bro. Uh, it just killed me, bro, because, like, Migos at this point, bro, like, I never thought the day would come to where they have to prove themselves with an album. Because, uh, shit, back once, bro, look, think I'm bullshitting. Once upon a time, about seven years ago, nigga, Migos was the hottest shit smoking, nigga. All you heard outside, when Migos dropped a tape, an album, anything they had, bro, niggas all outside, niggas in their cars listening to it, bro. I told y'all that before, bro, every time they dropped, all you heard was Migos, Migos, all through the streets. Like, it was straight up, they come up, bro, like, it was wild. And shit, all their early drops and shit, and this was back in the day when Niggas was actively looking for early release, early download files, goddamn touring and shit, getting illegal downloads of the mixtapes. You had that bitch like three days early. Like, niggas was actively doing this shit just for Amigos' album, bro. So, shit, if you had the mixtape download early and you let somebody know, bro, you was that nigga. You was that nigga until the actual album had dropped, bro. So, the project, that shit just wild. This whole project did show some diversity, though. It showed some growth. But like I've been saying, man, they this was their last shot, and they knew it. So they gave us just enough on this album to be like, oh, they still got it. But it ain't at all what you know it was hyped up to be or could have been for real. I feel like they could have put out a better album. I ain't going to lie to you. But the album right here is lit. Uh, this kind of project that they put that you put out, man, that they did, this the, this the project you put out when you plan on dropping some more music in the future because this ain't no... Farewell type shit at all on this album, man. So that's where I'm at with this album. I fuck with it. The album go hard. Uh, niggas real did be killing me with this goddamn takeoff shit, bro. Like they said, takeoff goddamn. I know he tired than a motherfucker of t- carrying the group and shit. And I mean, look, man, I don't feel that way completely. Uh, but I will say it, bro, because I fuck with, I fuck with, I fuck with Quavo. 
and take off heavy. So I can't say he got now take off carrying everybody because Quavo got now doing what he do too. And he be killing the hooks. He got hit flow, got now take off, got here. My real question is, what the fuck Offset? Nigga, what you doing? What Offset do? What he do in the group? Because the damn show ain't rap. Like, I, I just don't know what the hell Offset be doing, bro. Like, Offset is the real deal. The me, this is how the Migos function right here. This is how you know they all fuck with each other, bro. Because they got it out the mud. And the nigga who couldn't hang from the jump, goddamn still in the click. Because, nigga, that's some loyalty. Goddamn Offset, nigga. You can't rap, nigga. I say it. I ain't gonna say you can't rap, nigga. You got more money than me, goddamn. You you doing shit I ain't doing, so I really can't hate, but at the end of the motherfucking day, bro, come on. Um, but yeah. Me go, nigga, culture three, fuck with it. I ain't gonna lie, I been listening to it all day too. And Kodak, bro, he dropped off a little four piece EP uh for the for his birthday, bro. It's called Happy Birthday, Kodak. Uh just a little four pieces, man. It ain't much to say about that. I will say though, uh Shit, that bit is a good ass listen, bro. Ain't before songs and you be listening to it and that shit be going in. Next thing you know, bro, it's done. Like it's straight up done, bro. So, uh, my favorite song on there probably that feeling peachy. That motherfucker go hard, hard. That's my favorite one. And then next is that song that he got with uh Jacquees. I think it's called White Toes. Uh, I fuck with that one too. So that's like the third and the fourth. No, that's like the second and the third song. Uh, but I fuck with the, you know, I fuck with the whole little EP, man. So Kodak, you know, he's still putting out quality shit. Uh, I'm glad to see that he's still shaking, moving, staying his ass out of trouble, bro. And he just need to keep doing what the fuck he doing. Now, moving on, the next shit we got up, bro, is from my man Carlos Charm, man. Half of the Monastery. He done dropped this album that he been saying he was going to drop for a while, bro. It's called Sad Raps. Man, look, he didn't gave it to us again, man. Carlos Trump ain't gave me a single fucking flop, bro. Like, this project is exactly what it says, nigga, sad raps. And this is the definition of what it means to wear your heart on your sleeve and put your heart in a track and then take that through the whole motherfucking album, bro. Because the whole project is always his flow and his bars are there. And as a, as a bonus, man, on this album... It, it's like he done brought back that early 2000s R&B to 2021, bro. Like, Charm Charm got that type of vibe with his own style, and he mixed it with all of them elements, bro, and he made it his own. And he said that this album was an experiment, for real, for real, which I understand. Uh, it's definitely different. And I mean, shit, bro, you hit the nail, bro, you hit the nail on the head, because, shit, this motherfucker going in. Uh the album did have an early release, man. Uh, everybody who subscribed to the Monastery Patreon a week ago, uh, they got early access to the album last week, man. And by the way, y'all make sure to follow, uh, subscribe to their Patreon page, man. Subscribe and show support. Um, this album right here, bro, like I always appreciate anything and everything that the Monastery, Carlos Tron, Paco, they drop. Uh, they did drop a freestyle early this week too. It's on YouTube. Y'all can check that out on their page. Uh, we have went up to the motherfucking ham to see them uh, perform. It was like a showcase and then a performance. Goddamn, that bitch was lit. Me, my partner Steven and Jahari, the producer, we was up there, bitch. It was straight, man. Always, always dope to hear some shit from the monastery. They continually got my support. Uh, this album was a shift. 
And especially with all the shit that's dropping, bro, it ain't the same, but it's just everybody on their type shit. And Carlos Trom shifted it up, man. So uh, it's definitely some different in a damn good way, nigga. Shit. Carlos Trom, Sad Raps is another one from Charm. The Monastery, man, they ain't disappointing me at all. And I can't wait to see how they grow in the game. Straight up. Birmingham artists, all y'all, y'all, y'all next, bro. Um, y'all heard it here first, nigga. Red Room Podcast. And what else we got going on, man? <laughs> I know y'all here, bro. We out here in the motherfucking country, nigga, bro. It done been a wild ass day. My partner, man, he just riding his fucking four-wheeler up and down the road, stopping at the crib. Goddamn, we been drinking all day. Man, we been on one all day, man, so shit. Uh, it's been a fun podcast to record, you know, getting back out there. But next what we got. Oh, man, I do need to tell y'all uh, about this Tyler Creative shit that I had saw on Twitter when Jahari had shared it, man. New music is hopefully on the way from Tyler the Creator. Uh, he had a billboard, man, promotion, and it had a number on it. And the words that were in, you know, quotations and shit, it said, call me if you get lost. And under that, supposedly he was supposed to call that phone number. And if you called the number, it was a, um, a short little monologue uh, called Mama Talk. And that's supposed to be a little interlude or a song or some shit on the album. I called the number when I first saw it on Twitter and goddamn, I ain't hear shit, man. But maybe I was too late to hear it at that point because uh, it was like two or three hours later. But I did go on YouTube straight up and type in Mama Talk, and it took me right to it. And that shit sounded good. It real did sound like some of that shit that he was working on in quarantine for real because it sounded like that nigga had a little – it just sounded like in the mountains, nigga, with a sweater on and a big-ass studio with some snow. That's what this album sounded like with some real shit behind it. So – yeah, check it out. It's real deal giving me uh motherfucking uh good kid mad mad city uh interlude vibes. You know what I'm saying? So uh yeah, y'all check that out on YouTube, bro. Hopefully that's gonna lead to some new Tyler. It is about time for that nigga to drop. All right, man. She ain't got no story for y'all, bro. But shit, man, I'm on one. Goddamn, chilling, drinking. Goddamn, enjoying myself. So shit, I got to talk about ain't shit niggas, bro. Cause it been a whole motherfucking thing about ain't shit niggas, bro. And I got the perfect award for ain't shit nigga. And that motherfucker got to go. And hold on. First off, for the white people, ain't shit nigga, it just means somebody who ain't worth a damn for my white view, my white listeners. But shit, ain't shit ass nigga, bro. Look, man, y'all ever, I know y'all seen Charlie and the motherfucking Chocolate Factory. The OG one nigga. I'm talking about 19. 70s nigga that motherfucker So look at him These nigga were broke bro Charlie Bucket They family were broke than a motherfucker The daddy dead The mama working hard bro They living in a shack She gotta take care of Charlie And her parents And her goddamn Her motherfucking in-laws They all in the same bed nigga Fucking bed ridden or so we thought Can't walk can't do shit for themselves, bro Grandpa Joe got a goddamn tobacco problem. He got a habit. So the bitch got to pay for that shit, too. Keep all this in mind, bro. So y'all know how Charlie and the Chocolate Factory go. Charlie broke his fuck. That nigga finally get some bread. He got to come up. That nigga bought some chocolate. Goddamn Willy Wonka said, hey, y'all find that goddamn gold ticket. Y'all bring y'all ass to the motherfucking Chocolate Factory. That's how that shit went. Charlie 
Found the damn ticket. He broke air, found the motherfucking ticket. I was happy for him. I was like one for the underdog, nigga. This motherfucker go to the house, bro. Mind you, think about everything I just told y'all, bro. The in-laws and her parents bedridden. They can't walk. They in the bed, nigga, forever. Mama working her ass off. Charlie finally got a little bit of bread because he got a paper route. But he still broke it fuck. And all they then this nigga came in the same goddamn day talking about hey grandpa Joe, I'ma pay for your tobacco habit now, nigga. Nigga was like, I'ma give it up. He was like, nah, nigga, hit your shit. And I was like, bro, this some bullshit here, man. So moving along, Charlie got this motherfucking ticket. These niggas ain't got out the bed to help out at all, bro. So we thinking they can't move. How about when Charlie bring his little happy go lucky motherfucking ass in this damn house and show Grandpa Joe that golden ticket and found out that he needed somebody to go up here up there with him and his mama couldn't go? How about this nigga Grandpa Joe gonna hop up out the goddamn bed, dance around, sung a whole tune, nigga, sung a whole tune out this bitch, man, and danced around the damn room, nigga. First he ain't had no cane, then he had a cane, bro. This motherfucker was bedridden. We thought that nigga couldn't do shit. Whole time, bro, family could have been in a way better position than he in right now. This nigga just been in the bed because he was like, fuck that shit. So, Grandpa Joe, real deal, started walking around the room. And I'm looking at this shit, bro. I still remember the first time I seen this shit. Because I was like, damn, man, these niggas damn bad. Can't nobody work but the mama. Goddamn. And then here go Grandpa Joe funky ass hopping the fuck up. Cause he, then the nigga, bro, not only did he just get up. And you know, most people, they ain't walked in years. They got atrophy, atrophy and shit. I don't know how you say it, but they can't move their legs. They, they muscles just shrunk. They can't go nowhere. Not Grandpa motherfucking Joe. This nigga danced, sung a whole tune, nigga. Damn, kicked his legs up and shit. I was like, ain't this about a bitch? Then toward the whole damn chocolate factory, bro. Toward the whole chocolate factory Walking good and all bro And this nigga couldn't get a job This nigga here couldn't get the fuck up bro That's why uh, Grandpa Joe ain't shit He the only nigga with a habit They paying for his shit I'm like bro look Grandpa Joe ain't shit Fuck that nigga At the end I gotta give you some some respect Cause he was like You know fuck this shit nigga I'm gonna sell this everlasting gobstopper I feel you on that But at the same time bro Nigga, bro, you ain't shit, man. You ain't shit, Grandpa Joe. Thank you for tuning in to another week of the Red Room Podcast, man. As always, you are much appreciated. You can follow us on our official Instagram at underscore the Red Room Podcast on or on our official Facebook page, man. Just type in the Red Room Podcast. As always, bro, we practicing positive vibes out here. Good people, good music, good vibes, bro. Protect your mental. And stay safe, I show y'all. Tune in next week.